speaking of sports, speaking of sports, I believe yesterday, I believe yesterday is the only day, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the only day in the entire calendar year that there is not a single sporting event or professional sporting event on the calendar. Is that right? Wow. You are correct. You are correct, sir. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. That's why the beautiful and ever so enticing SBs are on. That's right. The timing around it all. Isn't that just uh isn't that just ironic or coincidental? But I believe there might be one other day too, if I'm not mistaken. There's two days in the calendar year where there's not a professional sporting event on the calendar. What is the other one? I know it's always like, up, oh, there's no events today. Is it before March Madness, maybe? It could be right around that time, but nah, there's play, the baseball is still going on. Maybe, well, it's not, maybe, maybe yesterday is the only day. Yeah, I think yesterday is the only day, or I think there may be one day before March Madness where the NBA and the, the NBA and the NHL aren't playing. But they always they always play. So no, it's always a Monday. They, they play straight through the week. NBA is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, right? Sunday. Yeah, all, yeah, NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're all around live. <laughs> you got great right, hair, let's man. kick this off proper let's kick this off proper welcome back everybody welcome back to another episode of the sam boner show i'm sam boner mick alongside as always mr colin thompson how are we doing today buddy i'm doing great man i'm doing great life is good uh everything's going great not for long media free agent life's good man trying to get a job here as we wind down july into august and staying in shape and getting ready to rock man Stay, it's a little light what do you Wait. think, Sam Boner? Should Colin just uh, call it a day and take on Sam Boner's full-time, or should he get back in the uh, the good old suit and uh, give it one more college try? Now, I understand where you're coming from. Run out the tunnel one more time, or give <laughs> me a sandwich every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do Run that out anyway. The tunnel with a cheesesteak in your hand, baby. <laughs> that's the point, right? I should have. If I ever sign with the Eagles, I'll for sure do that. I, I think that's the point of doing, you know, unfortunate my, my job for the last seven years of playing pro football, six years. As you can do everything else and Sam Bone and have fun and do all these different things. You'll like this. This is a good story here. This is a good food story. Down in Cape May, you know, I took I took a week off. I trained a couple times in there, but mentally I took a week off. We slowed everything down and off for long media. You know, my usual schedule is nutty, and so is Mix, and so is everyone's listening. But <clears throat> I'm in Mayor's, great little spot. Probably three, four days out of five, right? It's got great cocktails, great little apps, the whole nine. The chefs, I guess the chef, one of the chefs know me. I coach football down there, so I know a lot of the locals. And one of the kids I coach is a bar back there. And his dad calls me the next day and says, hey, the, you were the talk of the uh, kitchen last night. And I was like, uh, I mean, I only had like one margarita at that point in time. I think I was okay, right? I ordered some clams. They have great raw clams. I ordered some, you know, sausage from our friends over at Wildwood's Barbecue. And they the best burger in town. It's unreal. And supposedly the kitchen staff's like, there's no effing way this guy plays in the NFL. He's been here four straight nights. All he does is eat and drink. There's no way this guy makes it in the league. I was like, oh, man, I'm never going back. I can't <laughs> do it. I'm like, if they knew what the rest of the league was doing, I'd be doing just fine. So I digress. Mickey, <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Talk about our friends of the show here, man. Let's get this thing rocking. Yeah, absolutely. We could not be here chopping it up with you fellas if it wasn't for uh, the original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge all across the country, chocolate, vanilla, peanut butter. They are mm. absolutely crushing it this summer. It is the absolute best time to get your fudge game on. As a matter of fact, somebody uh, dropped off a box not too long ago, and it was completely devoured in a short two days. My kids crushed that fudge there's nothing better than the original fudge kitchen during the summer months 
two more shout outs. Bear with us. Again, good, big, big friends of the Sam Boner Show, McGurk's. You got to get to McGurk's, your local McGurk's. Two locations in Maryland, three locations in Pennsylvania, one in North Carolina. I think they're brewing up another. There's one on uh, the Elon University campus. McGurk's is absolutely dominating the game, bringing the authentic Philly cheesesteak, the jumbo crab pretzels, the famous tempura pickles, and just you just you just got to get after it at McGurk's. You know, quick true fact, Colin. Hit me. McGurk's in Horsham. Shout out to my grandfather. Gin and tonic, him and his buddy used to post up behind every single LaSalle high school basketball game. He's got a nice picture on the wall. They like pay homage to all the one in Horsham and Fort Washington pays homage to all like the, the height, the local high school, the Philadelphia Catholic league, the interact, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a nice little picture of my grandfather, Ed Johnson posted up on the Horsham McGurks, him and his buddy, gin and tonic. Well, their nicknames were gin and tonic. <laughs> classic, classic stuff. And last but not least, big shout out to the Wharf over in Wildwood, New Jersey, family run waterfront restaurant. Get there by foot, get there by boat, get there by car. They are absolutely crushing it. They just brought in an additional 500 new seats. Unreal. The side beach bar. Colin, you saw it. We were there. Unfortunately, we uh, we got halted for our live show, but. Damien and the crew, him and his brother holding down the food truck at the new Island Beach Bar, all the beach games surrounding the bar. Like, honestly, there's a, there's enough room out there to put in an in-ground pool. Honest, Damien, you should put an in-ground pool out there or maybe a dunk tank. He should. We'll put we'll put Damien in the dunk tank or make him a dunk <laughs> tank with a Sam Boner hat on. No, I, really, all kidding aside, I've been to the wharf, wharf a few times, right? I mean, Kate May, it's not that far. <clears throat> But that's the part, that's a spot that's going to be a part of the logo rotation now from for me and my Kate May friends. We were talking about it because that back bar we sat at where we did the show, great little shade, great little back bar. That's a place you could sit all day, disconnected from the property. The inside, the tons of seating, the bar is awesome, right? It's like old school Jersey Shore, really cool nostalgia. You pull up in the parking lot though and look to your right. That beach over there, I mean, that's insanity. That's the sides of the property across the street from the wharf. And that's just getting started, right? That's the first version of it. You got all the boat slips right there, too. If you can't park on the front side of the wharf, you wrap around the backside there. I was blown away by it. It was bummed the power went out. We will be back. Mick and I are talking about it, August, September. But that's a place for the fall, you know, or late summer. I mean, I was blown away by it. I really was. It was spectacular, and I can't wait to be back. Doing it right. They're also affiliated to the Firehouse Tavern, local dive bar around the corner. If you've ever not been to the Firehouse, great little great little spot. Maybe we touch on that for a bar of the week. I live for the dive bar. Live and lastly, it. but not least, just a quick affiliate shout-out. Uh, as you know, the Sam Boners, big affiliates of Hank Sauce out of Sea Isle City. If you're going to pick yourself up a nice bottle of Hank's, use the – Affiliate promo code Sam Bone. You can pick it up online. Uh, I highly recommend you get your hands on this stuff. You can find it everywhere, the Acme's and all the different grocery stores up and down the East Coast. Those guys, Matt and the team, are doing wonders at Hank Sauce. So, we are in high gear, baby. Summer is, I don't know, it's summer. No, not halfway through, but I will say, like, the July 4th mark, you said it on your show, Colin, it's like the halfway mark of the year. Like, you know, the, the, all the professional sports get to just take one day to kind of just reset the brain and then look into the second half of the year. And like, what do we got, man? What do we got? Because the July 4th week is a complete shutdown, especially 
when it falls on a Tuesday, right? At, at one point, we were we were asking ourselves, like, when is Fourth of July weekend? Is it the weekend prior? Is it the weekend after? As for me, I thought it was. I just said, let's let's just let's just go back to back, baby. It's That's a double header. That's what I did, and I'll be honest with you, the momentum dropped off in Cape May. I thought. Now, of course, Saturday is a whole new batch of renters, and that's okay. But it was nutty. I thought, again, not opinion, just based off what I saw in K-Made on the Jersey Shore, it was nutty leading up to the 4th of July. So the week before the 4th, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, that was bedlam. The next day, and I basically kind of, how many people are in our marina and who's downtown? Because the marina, right, who's using the boats? Like 4th of July, there's no parking in the marina. Three, four days before, no parking. There was only it was only twenty five percent full the rest of the week, so you get a good taste of like fishing and people enjoying the boats and all that. So I always base it off that. So I think people celebrated the week before. I mean, we. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and unfortunately, I don't think there's a concept as a you know you know like in college you can like these. I never did this, but like they have like these IV trucks, like those IV bar, RVs. You can like yeah. kind of like almost refresh your batteries, and they pump like new a blood system into your arm or whatever. I think they should actually come out with a new idea and, and, and hand out new rip, uh, liver transplants. Honestly, like step into the RV and grab a new liver. And oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cause that's what it feels like after five, six days, just getting after it, hanging out with your family, friends, you do, you got to set back, yeah. you got to recharge the battery. That's why I came home, Colin, check on the yard, maybe play with my, my leaf blower for a couple Whoa. of hours. <laughs> oh, I got the dog outside. He's in the baby pool. All is good. <laughs> Damn right. Everything's excellent. Everything's excellent. No, uh, but we got we got plenty of time here to continue and enjoy the summer. Uh, the the beach has been unbelievable. The water temperatures are at an all time high. I think yesterday, my my daughter and I got in there. It was like seventy six degrees. Uh, clear clear as day. Waves were crashing. Nice little green flag action. Green flag means it's just a nice easy day on the ocean. Yellow means it's a little rough. Red means it's pretty much don't go in. But no, it's been it's been a great week uh, there at the Jersey Shore for anybody that's vacationing right now. No doubt, man. It 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 was great to be down again. Being in Annapolis is awesome, and I love living here. But it's good to be on the shore, get the vibes, and like I said, stay tuned. Mick and I are going to be going live and doing some things here. Um, if I'm not signed anywhere in the fall, I'm going to, you know, business as usual. But we'll hey, see. Howie. Hey, Howie. Yeah. They're waiting. Uh, they're, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm a fit there for what they do. It's very like spread it out um, kind of offense, and, and they go really with a lot of one tight end stuff. It's not really a fit for me. Now there's other teams that run like the old school offenses, like the Niners, Vikings, Rams, right, with all these play action and all that stuff. That's more my gig. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We'll have you see. ever played special teams? Oh, yeah. You have to in the league. So oh, you, but yeah. you, you, are you play on the kickoff team? I'm not on kickoff. Too slow. But I'm kickoff return. Um, I'm on punt return. I'm on punt. So I'm three. I mean, the guys on kickoff team. I mean, are they essentially suicidal? Uh, used to be that way. Now it's more of your linebackers, your safeties, those type of players. If you're a fullback, um, but the tight ends on kickoff is kind of, unless you can really run. And a lot of times guys are banging out the back of the end zone. It's a kickoff folks. That's a, that's a freaking bonus. Like you get paid per playing league as a bonus. <laughs> When that happens, man, like that's a big deal. When you get kicked out of the back of the end zone, it's like cha-ching, especially an undrafted guy. It's like four or five hundred bucks a play, oh and you're touching God. anybody. <laughs> so, the league—if you can hang in there, man—it's the best place in the world. It's just really cutthroat, man. Like I'm three games away from my pension. I've been playing six, seven years, so it's it's really it's a it's not all what it's it's a beautiful place, but you know, 
it's uh it's a really tough place to continue to go so what do we got mick we got beer month we got glizzy gobbler we got freaking hot dogs we oh got my god yeah where to begin you know what let's just talk about beer month though for a second take a you look know, take a sip take a look take a sip you know we op- we opened up the doors on beer month you know I, i'm i'm a guy who's been in sales 20 years and, and we're always chomping at the bit trying to reach quota and uh you know building up the funnel if you will well i gotta tell you you know, we reached quota before we even made it to July. <laughs> we hammered down beer month. We kicked it off in style. I brought this up on my, my Mondays with Mick session on Mondays. Knocked off some rust there. Had some technical difficulties, but yeah, it's either here or there. We got through it. We continue to power through through here at the Sam Boner Show. But, you know, we kicked things off with the, with the whack with Jason Kelsey, an absolute Sam Boner at heart. Kid's an absolute mutant, honestly. He must have drank 50 beers that day. And here we are. Fast forward three weeks, not even two weeks. We got Sam Boners coming in from Florence, Italy. We got Hmm. Sam Boners coming in from the Dominican Republic. And then on the flip side, we got kids out there, Sam Bone and Bush Light, Mango. Uh, What else did we we, we get? Um, Shit, I'm drawing a blank, dude. Like, that's the beauty of Sam Boners, right? We don't care what you're drinking, what you're smoking. At the end of the day, just get out there and Sam Bone it because this couldn't be the more easier thing to Sam Bone. I, I got upset. I got upset a couple of days ago. I'm like, damn, like two days just went by. I didn't pick up the Sam Bone. And then the following day, I picked up like six or seven. All right, we're back. We're back. Let's go. But, you know, beer month is in high gear. And, uh, you know, you know, looking back on the months, just like the themed months, like Sam Boners doesn't usually get heat in towards, until towards like the second half of the month. And here we are still on the early part of the month, July 13th. And we got Kelsey on the board. We got Sam Bones in Italy. We got Sam Bones in the Dominican Republic. What's to come here? I came home just to take a little reset. You know, I could have fired a couple back last night. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to check on the lawn. I had a Miller Lite to put myself to sleep. And uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Colin's going to be Sam Bone in beers. He's too worried about going back into the NFL. Like, who yeah. wants to play had- in the NFL? I had plenty last week. I'm good. I'm dry. This is dry season for me, baby. This is dry season for me. I usually shut it down for a good. I was looking for someone that would like, I, I need to get a kid and this would be probably inappropriate. I was thinking at one point, <laughs> like if we get a kid to whack a, a root beer. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's fine. Oh man. Get a little root beer float sand bone going. Take a look, take a sip, have a root beer float. Why the hell not? Yeah. So it, it, listen, it was a hell of a run for me. Like usually every year I'm, I don't, I look, don't, I look, I don't look forward to it. Right. Cause all I'm eating now is Turkey, salmon, chicken, rice, salad. Like that's it. And we're going to talk about our top five condiments here. And I load up a lot of condiments on it. So, but my point is, this is a part of like the deal for me, Sam Bonin. So it's like a roller coaster ride from here till September, and then I just get back to normal. When you have to be, you have to be disciplined. Like I will say, like this whole craft beer craze, it picked up in like 2014, 2015. Now we're at a point, Colin. Like I think at one point, I actually, this is a true fact. Like Phoenixville is a hotbed for breweries and bars, specifically breweries. But that 20 to 30 mile per capita around Phoenixville has the most breweries in the entire country. And now fast forward, like that, that stat was from like five or six years ago. And now fast forward, like these breweries continue to evolve. They're popping up everywhere. They're all over the Jersey shore. They're all over Philadelphia, the inner city, the suburbs, Delco, Bucks, Monco. Like, let me ask you a question. You know, 
is there probably a, a higher preference at this point for like that Gen Z, if you will, to go venture out to a brewery versus go to like a sea view in and pop into a bar and crack open five, six Miller lights? It's a great question. So you're talking about my age group? Not even, I mean, I don't know. What, what would be the Gen Z age group? How would I that? Know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know either. And I'm not calling anybody it. out here, but what I'm with. No, you're saying a younger group. Like, I get it. I grew up on a bar stool. Like, I went with my dad. We went to lunch. He had five, six beers, right? Like, that's what we did. He drank his MGD. My uncle drank his Coors Light. It's what they drink. They don't venture from it. They don't try new. I get it. Yeah. So, and I get me. I'm I'm like an old, I'm an old soul. Right. You know, I mean, you've been in the sea view. I'm going to sit there. We're going to BS, have some pops, have a good time, some wings. It's good camaraderie. It's fun. Um, you know, it just depends. I think now it's a great, it, it's an addition because what do I have a flavor for today? You know, it's my wife and I, we get the dog. Let's go have two, three beers, you know, over here at, at this, you know, Cape May brew, whatever, a brewery in Phoenixville, a brewery in Bucks. Let's go, let's go see a new area and support their business up in Pebbles Village, or I'm going to go to Delco. There's one in Delco. I'm, so I think that's cool. But here's the, are, here's the advantage though. Here's the advantage. The advantage going to a brewery is that you could pick up a nice IPA that's got that six and a half percent alcohol volume, seven, eight bucks, sip on it and catch a little buzz, grab another and catch even a bigger buzz. You go to a bar like in a major city or one of these Jersey islands and you have to drink eight Miller lights at $7 a pop. It's getting you nowhere. Right. So I think yeah, that there's it just depends, but it gets you somewhere like socially and who you're going with. It's a different social drink. I get it. I understand. I just think now there's more options. It's good. Some bar owners are like, well, they don't like the breweries. They're taking away their business. No, it's not. It's not taking away your business. It's giving them opportunities to go different things. That's our world today. That's the next generation. Give people experiences because this takes away our experiences, the phone, right? Oh, yeah. like, so like I'm looking at AI and all this stuff, and I'm looking at my wife last night. I'm like, Sid, we got to invest or somehow get in experiences, bars, restaurants, travel, because everyone now is either here and then escape it and go to a bar, restaurant, and travel and take pictures of it and post it, right? The yeah. same thing what we're doing on here. So, no, it's a great point, Mick. I, beer month, I mean, there's more beer in the world now than ever, right? I mean, like, everybody. I mean, KMA Brew comes out with a new seltzer every week. I just don't I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm at the bar all the time, and I, I'm an old soul as well. I, I'm, a, I'm a guy that goes to the bar, gets a couple Miller Lights. But I'm seeing these 22, 23-year-olds come in and, order a, you know, cappuccino martini or whatever, frappuccino martini. And it's like, what the fuck is that? Like, but that's always happened. I just really? think people weren't aware of it. Yeah. Someone comes in and say, I'll do, I'll do a martini. Sure. No, a martini for sure. Yeah. On ice, you know, like a good martini. But like, these are like these, like, I don't There's know. Like these... Martinis. Again, I think that's a part of the culture of the phone, right? Like before you, you, you go to a bar, you see what your parents order and then you get with your friends and you're like, Hey, you know, let's get a couple MGDs, whatever. You didn't really know. You didn't really know. <laughs> Shot out MGD. That's what my dad used to drink. Right. <laughs> so I, and then he switched to ultra, but my, my point is like, I think you just see what you see and then you do it like any kid. Now you see it on the phone. So you see, you know, somewhere in South beach, someone sipping on a, you know, espresso martini. Boom. Now everyone's doing it. Let's, let's make another shot out. We used to, my dad used to drink Budweiser. Then he had a, 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 a Michelob kick. You remember Michelob? But just pure Michelob. Yeah, like the golden bottle. Oh, I could picture it like it was yesterday. I love Michelob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you were taking them out of the fridge. Oh, my God. Not I don't know. Lot. Yeah, it's interesting to see, man. They continue to evolve. Like, you know, Mike Gill and I on that like the ESPN episode, we were just talking about Slack Tide out in South Jersey, and they're blowing up. They just built a new location. 
out there in uh, Egg Harbor Township. And it's just, you know, the, the big ones out here in Bucks County, Warwick Brewery, like, dude, it's monstrosity. And these places are filling up day in and day out. I, I firmly believe it's taking business away from the bar scene. But that, again, is listen, not- I, I, I hear you I, again. I, I think. Sure. Yes. Couple X and Y is not going to sit at the bar. But at the end of the day, is that compatible for a, like a couple long term? I think it is. But sometimes, you know, my wife and I, she's like, "Hey, let's get out. It's a nice day. Like, do we want to go sit inside of a, of a, of a pub, or do we want to go outside? We're not at the Jersey Shore, mind you. We're not outside at the beach. We're like in our hometown. We're in Bucks. We're in Montgomery. Let's go. Let's go to this brewery. Yeah. You know, they allow dogs. They have fire yeah. pit. It's innovative. It's like it's almost like your backyard. Yeah. So that's also like the beautiful part about the wharf. We just talked about the wharf, like that outside bar with all those beach games. It gives your family an opportunity to unwind. Like your kids are out of your hair. They're over there playing all the different beach games. Your, your, your adults get to have a couple socials. Everybody experiences. experiences. 100% dude. You know, and I think that's. Start a bar let's go. Start a bar. Let's do it. And, and that's, oh God, here we go. And that, and let's do it. And that's, and that's the thing that I think is good though, because then, all right, it's a cold winter day. Let's go into the sea view. Let's sit there for three, four hours, watch the flyers game. You know, like it, it, it all, it, it's, it's going to happen. It all comes around, but I don't think there's this drastic dip because of a couple breweries popping up in your County. You know, it doesn't to me, nah, you do no. what you do. You like what you like. But I, I and just a quick shout out again. That was a fun, fun day. I talked about it on my Mondays with Mick. I talked about it with Gil as well in the ESPN segment. And uh, dude, that was a great day. Thank you again for having mm-hmm. us out there. Just good people, good camaraderie, great place. Shout out Greg. Those guys. That's a special place, man. It really is. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a, a pack to go there at least once or twice a year for the rest of my life. Oh, I love that. That's great to hear. Yeah, there's some really good people down there. Like we always talk about on here, we kid around, but I made it my home. Like I lived there for three years. It wasn't just like I visited. I lived in. I lived there. I was there in January. You know, so that place is packed for wing night in January. It's packed on you know Sunday when we went in there. I kind of texted everybody I could think about that was down the shore and say, hey, we're gonna have a little get together on last Sunday uh, before the fourth. So it was a great time. Great people. That's a good little bar down there, and and those locals that work that bar and do it, they work their ass off, and 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 they they really are just good folks. So yeah, yep. great time, man. Good camaraderie, a really hodgepodge of folks, man. And it was good for you to meet kind of my fam and everybody, and you get to hang. So shout out yeah. to Patton, legendary Patton. Oh my God, you hear about Patton? You hear about his uh, you hear about his hole in one? Yeah, I mean, who hasn't hole in one? Every time, every, every I went up to him after he was talking to everybody, whether he was talking about it or not. I'm like, please stop talking about your hole in one. No, it's. So shout out Sean Patton, general manager of the Nebraska Corn Huskers, good friend near and dear to the Sam Boner, Sam Boner Page, all us misfits out there. I, he's walking up and down the, the beach like every single day. He's taking calls. He's trying to bring in all these new guys for the team. But this guy, dude, I, you know what? I'm going to vent real quick. I'm going to vent. I play, I've been playing golf my entire life, Colin. At one point, I was playing 175 rounds a year. It's dwindled down since I've had kids. I still get out 30, 35 times a year. Wow. Uh, I carry an eight handicap, okay? Eight handicap. I have never had a hole in one. Never. I've had I have 5,000 rounds of golf under my belt. I never have a hole in one. This guy one day goes out, decides to play nine holes with his buddy, pulls out a seven iron from 135 yards, and knocks one in for his first hole in one. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I love it. That's golf, though. I mean, that's what makes it great. And, you know, I can't wait. I'm going to hit one one day. Can't wait for it. 
Yeah. I can't, well, I can't wait to buy rounds. Can't wait to buy rounds. Altitude. As soon as I hit a hole in one, I'm walking off the course, heading right to the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. That's like me. Anytime I hit a good shot anyways, I'm like, all right, good. Let me leave on this shot. Please take me to the clubhouse. Oh. Give me a BLT and a cold brew. Thank you. Maybe Ooh, a pickle. BLT. Do you put cheese on your BLT? Absolutely not. Mayo. Mayo. Yeah. A little Absolutely. bit of mayo. And again, the mayo trick with everything, folks, is not a lot. When you get the Italian ogie and you squeeze it and the mayo comes everywhere, we don't want any of that. We just want a nice slather. So when the oil and vinegar gets down in there and the lettuce and the peppers get down in there, it creates this kind of au jus for a hoagie. Oh, that That is it. Not too much, just enough. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, we can can talk about that forever. Mayo and oil on an Italian hoagie is the way to go. Yep. Got to lube it up. You got to lube it up. And there's Italians out there, some of the biggest gurus on the San Boner planet, Danny, the guy from La Piccolo's. Absolutely. You got to put mayo on Italian. It's how you lube it up. It's lubrication. <laughs> no comment. We, we move forward. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, that's a pro- this is a probably a good segue to just jump into our uh, top five condiment segment. Yeah. You want to go Let's first? Yeah, I'll go first, Mick. I appreciate it. Yeah, so Mick and I are doing a lot more uh, rankings now. It's so much fun. And it's good banter. So for me, my I put this up quick before the show, and I take it very seriously. And Mick's like just grip it and rip it because that's what he does best. Uh, all right, for me, my top five. Number five, mayo. Number four, the vinegar sauce that goes on oysters. I think that's awesome. Get the little chopped onions in it, the little red wine vinegar you pour on the oysters. I think that's fantastic. Blue cheese at three. Any of the Hank sauce at two. And then to me traditional and always around and so good spicy mustard that's my top five i hope you guys enjoy it let me know where i went wrong please wow. do i'm sure you will see i think like spicy mu- that's awesome dude it's a good list Thank shout you. out to the, the, the oyster shout out uh i think it's either mustard or mayo right and, I, and I've been lately putting more mustard on my sandwiches than mayo. Trying to keep well, I mean, it's different on a sandwich. A good hot dog, a good piece of sausage or bratwurst with spicy mustard. Oh, or like you have like, you know, crackers and whatever and a little spicy mustard on there. A little great poupon maybe. That, see, that's what I like, pal. That's Part of me. Part of me. Do you have any great poupon? <laughs> that's what my dad would say. <laughs> you would. We'll be like whatever. You know, the Gardenville Inn. And he, I want to dip it in my fries, you know? Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> better than mayo, I guess. Oh, my God. All right. I'll, I'll unwind the uh, the top five here. I didn't put too much thought into this. Could change next week. Could change the week after that. But I would be doing mayonnaise also a disservice if I didn't have them in my top five. But, again, I've been using more spicy mustard as a recent. But mayonnaise, I put it on Italians. Put it on practically everything. You make it with everything. That's number five. Number four, shout out to Truff. If you ever had the white truffle hot sauce, like it's pretty expensive, dude. It's like $35 a bottle and it gets you nowhere. But this shit is completely off the charts. Uh, I've had a couple of bottles recently and uh, you can practically eat it. You can drink it. It's so good. Shout out to Hank's number three, the cilantro. We put that on everything. We go through it like hotcakes. I put it on eggs. I put it on burgers. I put it on tacos. I put it on steak flank steak like everything you could possibly imagine i use the cilantro for number two can't go wrong with a nice little white alabama barbecue sauce uh the white alabama sauce every mostly major barbecue 
establishments serve it, put on a nice little hot pork sandwich. There's nothing better. It's like crack. Again, I've never had crack before, but it's like crack. And then last but not least, blue cheese. I'm an absolute blue cheese lover. I dip my balls in blue cheese. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, like blue cheese or ranch, right? I don't understand that. Like why restaurants offer ranch if they have blue cheese. But I guess people do have a preference to dip their wings in ranch. I'm a blue cheese guy. I always ask for extra blue cheese. Blue cheese for the win, number one. No doubt. It's great. It's a phenomenal list. And I, and it's, you know, like I, you said earlier before the show, you could redo this list. If we really focus and spend like a year on it, like I did my top 10 bars of the uh, that I've ever been to. I always, But like they can always move, right? But at the end of the day, it's a great list. And I and I think, you know, again, we're on the same page about mayo and blue cheese. It's just like kind of, you can't, how do you go wrong? Like I'll dip. I'll get, I'll do back in the day when I was really, you know, putting my weight on, I'm doing wings, dipping blue cheese. I'm keeping the blue cheese for the wrap or the cheesesteak or the hook. I'm dipping it. I'm dipping it. It's good. You can't you beat like, it. You like crumble blue cheese? Of course. Yeah. Of course. I yeah, mean, nice little crumble blue cheese burger with some bacon. Mm. Oh my God. Man Let's alive. Go. Let's go. Man alive. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. You know, we got we got some good criti- criticism back from the uh, the beer list we drop. It's not easy, man. A ton of good beers out there, but the top five are list. Continue to rip those off. Dan Browns. Every light beer you can name. He's just like, uh, Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light, Ultra. I mean, I love the guy. He's a freaking yeah, character. When you're man. shredded like that, dude, you can't be drinking anything heavy. The guy's unreal. The guy is one of a kind. He's, if anybody uh, has any suggestions, I know we bring this up a lot, the Sam Boner hotline. It's pretty much the DM. Shoot us a video. Shoot us a message. Shoot us whatever. If you have ideas, you want us to rank something that you think would be relevant to the Sam Boner show, hit us up. We're open to anything. Uh, more to come on that. But, uh, you know, like, like, the sales, Mick? Yeah, yeah, like I said, sales, like man. this is it. The break of the year. This is when things get exciting. And, you know, at one point, Kyle, I think we talked about it like a month ago. No, probably more like six weeks ago. We were, what, five, six games under 500, the Phillies? And, like, you know, we're thinking to ourselves, like, if these guys don't get their shit together, like, this summer could be a, a downward spiral, complete bust. But, nope, they turned it around. They turned it and around. And that's the thing with baseball. That's great, though, right? Like, one back gets hot. One, one You could look back at the turning point and be like, that double or that catch or that strikeout is a turning point of season. It it's really unique in baseball. I think that's very unique to that sport where sport where you get a little momentum, you get a little juice. Turner hits one off the wall, and you're like, "Oh, he's bad. Oh, wow." Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so that and that's the and that's kind of the interesting piece of where the Phillies stand. So today they're 48 and 30, 48 and 41 overall. They came off a very positive 18 and 8 June. They're above 500 in July. Unfortunately, came off two losses to Miami, who's a very good baseball team, right going into the, the 4th of July or the uh, the MLB All-Star game. they uh, Their next five series here in July, San Diego, under 500, Milwaukee, great team, Cleveland, good team, Baltimore, good team, Pittsburgh, under 500. And, and here's the two outliers that, I, in my opinion, right, I think we got a ton of talent. I think we're going to make a, a great, great run here like we did last year and catapult us, you know, into the playoffs. But, dude. Bryce Harper at the break, three home runs. Kyle Schwarber at the break, batting 184, and we're 48 and 41. Yeah. No Reese Hoskins. Or 48. Are we 48, 48, 41 or 48 and 31? I got that. I don't know. 
they're they're doing well though. I know that. And I'll say this as you look that up. I don't know, man. I, I'm a Reese fan. Forty what? What do you got? Forty one. Forty eight and forty one. Yeah, like I'm a Reese fan. I think that's a huge blow. Like base baseball, you need bats, like lots of them, not just like three at the top and then a drop off. So I think that was a huge blow. I mean, that's obvious. I know that, but um, it's good to see Cassiano's doing better, right? Their investment paying off there a little bit, and I'll, I'm excited. Like I said, I barely tune in because I just can't until now. But now it heats up. Like it gets me through training camp a little bit every season. Like from a football perspective, like. All right, it's at yeah, night. there's nothing better than just you having the sound of the game on, or it's on the tube, and you're you know you're hosting guests. It's just part of the background, and there's not again for me, you know, sitting on sitting on a beach chair, putting the tunes on, and listening yeah. to the Phils game on the beach. It's the best. I watch baseball a lot, like I watch soccer, and everyone's like, "Oh, soccer! These guys are soft." I don't know how you watch it. I watch it very similarly. Like, you can be on your phone, you can be social. Like, if the announcer starts to get loud in soccer, you just turn your head to the TV. <laughs> And then you, you figure it out. Like either going to be a penalty kick, it's a big play, there's a fight, whatever. Uh, baseball, you know, very similar. It's very casual. Now going to the games, like you brought up, because of how short the games are. If you go run to the bathroom, take a pee, and grab a beer, the inning's already over. You know, so you got to be good with your time there, Mickey, and make sure you get six beers when you order next time. Yeah, now we're in for we're in for a fun run here. Enjoy the summer, and it's going to only heat up, and then we'll be home before you know it. Rooting the fight and fills on. To make another Football season will be right starting there. right it's when it just heats back up again and kids are back in school and mick and i are still screaming in your ear so mick i'm excited for next week man we already have a yeah. lot of great traction behind it but avalon stone harbor talk about that to the folks that's loaded right that's a loaded conversation i mean you know we're, we're trying to hit all these islands the location episodes have been a huge success can't thank everybody enough all the small businesses chiming in supporting the shows we're doing our best to showcase these places. We got a great production team behind us that can, you know, provide you the social presence that we're that we're doing. But you know, Avalon and and Stone Harbor again hold a near and dear place in my heart. Grew up in Stone Harbor, uh, thanks to my uncle Mick. Rest in peace, Uncle Mick. One Hundred Eight Street, Ninety Sixth Street, the legendary Ninety Sixth Street. Uh, damn man, it, it continues to evolve. It continues to change. I don't know if you've seen it, like across Fred's Tavern anymore, the big reeds, like it's unbelievable. It's a monstrosity, but, you know, we're going to highlight Avalon and Stone Harbor next week. We're going to do our best. We have some really cool businesses already chiming in, uh, look, support the page. Um, next, next week, that episode should be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, so am I. It's a place near to my heart. I've talked about on this show. I lost one of my best friends this year, and I, I really found Avalon because of him. Um it's a shame, you know, going for, it hurts my, it hurts my, it's very close to me. So all these places in Concord and all these places we're talking about on this list, I'm like, man, I, I didn't get to go. I'm there to Fred's I, Tavern today, dude. He's a Fred's Tavern guy. He lived right on 39th street. Not out yeah. Fred's Tavern, baby. Yeah, man. He lived right next. Was that Jack's right there on like 38th or 39th? Uh, Jack's place. Yeah. In the bay, Jack's place. So, we, we, oh, you know, God. we would sit on his front porch and the line would come down the street back when it was open. So no, I'm excited, man. It's uh it's a really cool place. It's another cool part of the shore. We're working down. We've hit a bunch already. If you miss Wildwood, check it out. Uh, sea Isle, check it out. Uh, Cape May's coming in the you know, really, I think the best time of year in Cape May is the fall. Uh, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, we're excited for next week, man. I'm jacked. And if you any businesses or any places that you guys want us to shout out, uh, maybe a little holes in the walls that we may have missed other than the obvious, reach out to Mick and I. Either at Not For Long Media, the Sam Boner Show, or the Sam Boners. Yeah. That's Good it, stuff. Mickey. Yeah, that's As they stuff, say, yeah. I was listening to Ajis yesterday. They're like, 
when the material runs out, it's over, baby. Go grab yourself a beer. It's a beautiful time to be a Sam Boner. We're in high gear beer month. Go shout out a, a local favorite. Just crack open one. Give us your presence. Give us a little taste of your personality, your character. That's what Sam Bonin's all about. We're here having fun. And uh, we're not asking for much, but again, it's a great time to be a Sam Bone. Appreciate all the love and support out there. You know, we're going to keep on Sam Bone. I hope you keep on Sam Bone too. That's all I got today, Kyle. McGurks, love you. Fudge Kitchen, thank you. The Wharf, keep on Sam Bone, baby. That is the place to be this summer. Yes, it is. All right, guys, enjoy. Sam Bone around. Sam Bone around.